So we've just been through a big thing together. You remember the pandemic? <laughs> remember the pandemic? Remember, like, so literally two years ago or is three years ago, I lose track now. I don't even know what time it is. But in 2020, in March, everything just shut down. And since confession's good for the soul, I need to admit, Miss Sarah, that in 2020 and in 2021, I did a lot of pandemic emotional eating. I have consumed a lot of candy. I've consumed a lot of sugar. I've eaten things that I wouldn't normally eat. And then I've binge watched. I have seen every episode ever produced of NCIS <laughs> and every episode produced again of Star Trek The Next Generation. And I don't know that my life is necessarily better because of it, okay? And in March, late March, early April of 2020, I thought, you know what? Things are getting really bad. Everybody's losing their minds. This is really scary. I know what I do to, to kind of get better and get centered. I can hear God outside. So I got in my car and I drove to Moorhead. Because one of my favorite trails that I can never say right, the Sheltowee Trace. Oh, I just did it. <laughs> the Sheltowee Trace Trail. It goes around Cave Rake in Moorhead. So I, I got to the parking lot, which was barricaded off by the U.S. Forest Service. And there were giant signs everywhere that said, these trails are closed due to the pandemic. And then I did a very un-Jesus thing in my car. I got mad. I got mad, Carol, and I was like, you can't close the outside. What kind of insanity is this? And, uh, and I just wanted to get better and hear from God, and now I can't. And then I looked for a place along the road where I could pull off and sneak onto the trail, and they had those blocked off. They had those blocked off. And it was really, really bad. Have you ever had circumstances in your life that have been really, really bad? Yeah, you have. For you kids, am I going to fit in in school? Am I going to fit in in school? Am I going to fit in in school? One of the things that, one of the ironies of America is we say to everybody, just be yourself. But if you're not like everyone else, man, woo, <laughs> it can get rough. It can get rough. Uh, and then sometimes you're not chosen to play on the team. And sometimes you're excluded. And so there's all kinds of things that can make things bumpy. Uh, you can have brothers and sisters and moms and dads that don't get along very well. And you grown-ups, you can have medical issues that you don't want to have. Uh, you can have uh, love that's not returned the way you want to have it returned. Um, you can get isolated. So there's going to be times in your life when things are bad. And when things are really bad, you're going to be tempted to think to yourself, man, God just doesn't care, or God's not doing anything at all. And those feelings are legit. They're total, like, you feel what you feel. But I want to talk about that today. And we're going to be in a passage of John, in John chapter 10 and John chapter 11, for the next three weeks. What? I know. I know. The big idea today, whatever happens... God is powerful. God has, God has not up and left and gone somewhere and left you all by yourself. God's powerful and God's on duty. In John chapter 11, uh, 
something happens to one of Jesus' friends. A man named Lazarus gets sick. And Lazarus has a couple of sisters. And like most sisters, uh, they're a little protective of their brother. They also kind of get driven crazy probably by their brother. But when their brother's sick, they send word to Jesus. So Lazarus and his sisters are here at Bethany, and they, they send a messenger all the way to where Jesus is to say, hey, 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 come on. Your friend, the one you love a whole lot, is really sick back in Bethany. You got to haul all the way there. You got to come, come, come. Okay? So he gets sick, but he dies. His sickness ends up in death. And so Jesus has to travel all the way back. And so it takes several days for word to get to Jesus and then for Jesus and his entourage, the group of people he's with, to get to Bethany. And when he gets to uh, Bethany, the two sisters meet him, okay? And the first sister uh, is uh, Mary. And Mary says this. Actually, I think it's Martha. All right, verse 17. When Jesus arrived, arrived at Bethany, he was told that Lazarus had already been in his grave for four days. Bethany was a few miles down the road from Jerusalem. And many of the people had come to console Martha and Mary. When Martha got word that Jesus was, in, was coming, she went out to meet him. But Mary stayed in the house. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you'd been here, my brother would not have died. The Bible also tells us that Jesus wept at what was playing out. Remember when in the Bible, Jesus is God, Elena. Jesus is God, Sarah. So when Jesus says something, God is saying something. When Jesus does something, God is doing something. When Jesus feels something, that's exactly how God feels about the, the situation. And so when Jesus felt just absolutely explosively sad and angry and everything else inside, I don't know if you ever feel like there's a tornado or a hurricane inside of you, but and it, and it came out. And everybody there said, man, see how much Jesus loved Lazarus. So then uh, Martha's sister, Mary, meets Jesus. And Mary says the same thing. Lord, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Now, these two sisters are a good case study about us people. You have a different personality you all have different personalities and you got different strengths and weaknesses. And in the world, people tend to be Marys in a crisis. And the Marys are, I just, I can't believe this happened. And I just, I need to sit here and let it all out. And I just need to, I've got all the feels on. Oh, it's the bad feels. And then there's the Marthas. Oh my goodness, something's happened. We need to get the food going. We need to organize. We need to clean some stuff out. Let's go. Come on, let's organize. Takeamameal.com. I'm going to send you to the link. Let's hop on. Let's get this done. Okay, and so you've got a tendency. For you kids and teenagers, you're trying to figure out who you are. And this is a good moment and season to kind of ask your, God, ask your mom, ask your dad, like, what's my tendency when I get mad and frustrated? What do I tend to do? Bottle it all up or kind of blah, be a volcano? When something's going on and there's a crisis going on in our family, do I tend to want to do things and be a helper? Or do I kind of want to sit and, and let everything kind of fall out and hang out and experience it? 
What's my tendency, mom and dad? Some of you grownups would do well to figure out that out, right? <laughs> so it kind of culminates with Jesus saying, Lazarus, come out. Remember, Jesus is God. So the God who in the beginning of the Bible said, let there be light and there was light, now says, Lazarus, come out. And Lazarus comes out of that tomb and is alive. When Lazarus was dead in the tomb, did God care? Let me ask that question again, Team Generations. This is an important question. When Lazarus was dead in the tomb, did God care? Hmm, yes. he did. He did care. He did care. God is not sitting on his hands when it comes to your life. God cares, God sees, God is moved. So I have some suggestions along those lines. Um, in light of Mary and Martha, in light of what we see in John chapter 11 with the raising of Lazarus, um, first of all is a question, do you believe that God is at work in your life? <laughs> I think it's so easy to believe that God's at work in your life, Carol, and your life, Mitch, and your life, Josh, and sometimes it's harder to believe that God's, in, God's at work in my life, Max Vanderpool. Isn't that the weirdest thing, that sometimes you can so easily see how God's working in someone else's life, but then when it comes to your life, you're like, oh, where are you, right? And so the first question is, do you believe God is at work? And secondly, do you believe that God can do anything? Do you? One way to walk that out is to keep praying, keep taking things to Jesus. Um, Jesus tells all kinds of stories, uh, and we call them parables in the Gospels. And one of the things that he drives home is uh, persistency in asking. You know, it's with God, it's okay to keep coming at him and keep coming at him and keep coming at him and keep coming at him. Um, my dad uh, and my mom were not the same when they got married in the sense that um, mom didn't want to have anything to do with church and dad had kind of been raised a Baptist church boy and had this thing, well, with Sunday, you go to church, it's what you do, right? And all throughout my childhood, uh, my dad would say to me, I'm praying for your mom that something will happen and she'll start coming to church and she'll turn around. And, I, and, I, and it, years became decades. And I remember in my 20s, commenting to my dad, when are you going to stop praying for this? And I'll never forget what he told me. He said, well, I guess I'll stop praying for that when I'm dead. <laughs> but not until then, right? So keep praying, keep praying, keep asking, keep knocking. And the second thing is to consider the possibility that God can, in fact, bring something good out of something bad. In the year 2000, uh, Jenny was pregnant, and the person who had kind of been a real second mom to me was my grandma, my grandma Vanderpool. And she was so excited 
uh, that we were going to have another baby, and it was like the, I think the third or fourth great-grandbaby, and so she was just beside herself, couldn't wait, so excited. And on December 2nd, Grandma Vanderpool died. And on December 8th, Jillian Hope Vanderpool arrived. And we had a different name picked out, a middle name for her, but we switched it at the last minute to Hope because we were hoping that something good would come out of something bad. And sometimes when Jill and I are talking about life and the bumps and scrapes that you get in life, I'll remind her, I'll say, you know, your middle name is this giant moniker, (laughs) an expression of faith on your parents' part. Please, God, please bring something good out of all this stuff that's bad. Um, I got to tell you, I think that God's going to bring some good things even out of pandemic America and all of the twists and turns we've had as a church family in the last couple of years. I really believe that. I really believe that you will see good, right? Sometimes it's hard to see it, but I'm convinced that God's at work. Just like we sing, even when I don't feel it, (laughs) even when I don't see it, right? I'm convinced that God is at work.